Welcome into Potty Podcast Cinema. I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy, and we're coming with coming attractions. So everything that's coming out this week, movies, TVs, what have you. Um, we've got a few things. Um, I feel like I'm probably going to watch maybe half of these. Um, I feel like some I'm just kind of a little overzealous about that I want to see them, but I probably will never get around to them. But the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a few on there I noticed. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, it's coming out. Not everything is for us. It's not what we're interested in, but there's some stuff that I'm like, hey, it could be good. Um, let's start off with the one that I definitely will be seeing, and this is one I've been looking forward to a while. I thought it, was, it came out earlier, but I couldn't find it anywhere. But it looks like it's coming out December 9th in theaters. Uh, and that's The Whale. This is uh, Darren Aronofsky's picture about a reclusive English teacher who attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter. Uh, it's been getting a ton of... A t- yeah, a ton of buzz. And it's kind of some, bringing back something that you and I have known, but like that Brendan Fraser is awesome. So Brendan Fraser <laughs> plays this obese English teacher. Uh, and his daughter's played by Sadie Sink that you might know from... Um, Stranger Things. It's Stranger Things, right? I confused yeah. that redhead Stranger. girl with the one from It. Ah, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it also has Samantha Morton in it, who like shows up, does a great job, and then just goes on and does. She she's just not in like she just doesn't pick like huge things, but she's always good in everything she's in. Yep, agreed. Uh, uh, but you know, I've I first saw the you know the. The coming back party for Brendan Fraser when he he appeared in uh, I hate to spoil anything since it's, uh, it's ten years old but the affair <laughs> uh, he shows up in the final season which was just a couple of years ago now probably two years ago yeah. and uh, just just plays a, a really obese uh, uh, prison guard and <clears throat> I was just like is that that looks like an obese Brendan Fraser yeah <laughs> and uh, it took me like a scene or two to go. That is Brendan Fraser. <laughs> oh my God! Like, like that's odd. And and uh, I don't know if he was preparing for this role or just had gotten a little bit out of shape on his own or what. But um, people are loving. I mean, I saw the standing ovations from his yeah. performance. And I mean, Aronofsky does weird stuff, but he does some really. It's usually really good stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I've I've rarely seen a movie of his that I hated unless. It's one of those that if I do hate an Aronofsky movie, I probably have to realize I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, and sometimes <laughs> and his stuff enough. is kind of off the rails and like, ah, this is, it's too much, man. Bring it back in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason he does it. Like, especially in like Black Swan or The Wrestler, uh, things like that. And, and I love that he makes very different choices for his casting. Um so, uh, you know, Black Swan, not so much, but uh, The Wrestler, and I'm trying to remember. Well, I, I mean, no one else wanted... was putting Mila Kunis in, like, serious roles. And honestly, That's uh, true. the 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 ch- one through three chapters of Star Wars almost ended uh, Natalie Portman's career. That's she, true. She said and, that herself. Yeah, she had some bad movies that she brought out after that, too, which didn't help, Your Highness. Uh, but uh, <laughs> did you ever see Your Highness? No. Uh, oh, oh no. yeah. I mean, I don't blame her for so that. Bad. That seemed like a fun no, I know. weed rom-com with Danny. Danny yeah. McBride and Seth Rogen want to hang out, although I think that was James Franco. I don't want to hang out with James yeah, Franco. It was James Franco. It was terrible. Yeah, right. uh, but, but I think he also wanted, didn't he originally want, like, Hulk Hogan for The Wrestler? 
Yeah, he wanted someone that was a very so. different choice. Yeah, and he couldn't get him for whatever reason, and he ended up going uh, finding Mickey Rourke and going, "This is going to work." <laughs> yeah, Wait, and, Mickey Rourke uh, had been written off. Yeah, that was that was a very odd choice at the time as well. Yeah, that was yeah, agreed. I, I mean, he wasn't exactly a, a mainstream actor anymore. Yeah, you know? so, and Marissa um, Tomei was kind of not really doing anything at the time either. Yeah, and she got nominated for that. Role, yeah, so, that was a great yeah, movie was, too. Yeah, yeah, I, I love. So I love, I love Aronofsky. So yeah, I, I, I totally can get why this would be a really good potential fit. Like, like, just kind of a, a guy. he's kind of like the the GM in, in sports that finds the diamond in a rough that people forgot about. Just needs to be put in the right situation, <laughs> and he writes these actors into the right situation. Uh, yeah, I think he'll get the most out of it. And again, from the standing ovations, it sounds like he did. And Sadie Sink is a really good actress. Yeah. Uh, for for a kid, so yeah. I, I can totally buy this. It's going to be great. And I, even though I don't even know what it's about, uh, I, I can already tell you I'll watch it. Yeah. I mean, other than it's an obese man who's got a, an estranged relationship with the, his daughter and they're trying to yeah. reconnect. But I mean, that's, that could be, other than the obese part, that could be so many different kind of movies or stories. Sure. Um, so far, it's got a 71% from critics, but I could, that's not going to really. It doesn't matter. I'm going to see this regardless. I like Brendan Fraser, like Darren Aronofsky. I want to see this very much. And I feel like there's a lot of critics that feel Weekend at Bernie's is the best movie ever and probably downloaded this. So I'm not too against that. Audience score, (laughs) there's nothing yet. Did you go there? Yes, I did. Um, Also, just a quick back. So apparently Darren Darren Aronofsky said that he always wanted Mickey Rourke as the first choice, but the studio wanted Nicolas Cage. Which seems very oh, odd. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, that's a. Ooh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Nothing. I like Nicolas Cage in some movies, like the what is it, the massive weight of unbelievable talent or whatever was amazing, but. No, yeah. I, I don't like him in this this role. Though I, I would hate. Oh him yeah, no, Mickey Work um, was the right person because he's like a. He basically gave up acting to be a boxer. He was like a pretty boy. Like if you go back and look at him. He's like a uh, better-looking Bruce Willis when, like, in his heyday. Like, he was a, a heartthrob. I saw Marlboro Man or whatever they called it. Yeah, that. <laughs> he was a good-looking dude. Got too much plastic surgery, too much boxing, got beat to hell. And apparently he's kind of a weird guy. Oh, he's a very weird guy. Yeah. Uh, he's he's very weird. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm all for it. I know Mother got some weird uh, reactions to it. Um, I don't have the problem with it when from what i heard the reasoning was uh noah was pretty good too i actually like that i never saw um, Noah. But, did you see the fountain i heard that was good but i never saw that one i never saw the fountain that's the old, that's maybe his only one i don't think i've ever seen yeah yeah i didn't see mother either yeah i've got to catch up i even saw pie which is not easy to get through uh but after i saw requiem for a dream i was like well i gotta that's see a long time ago that's yeah. what made him famous though pie is what made uh, yeah him yeah is. yeah i mean people loved that and uh they even oh, made a, they even made another movie called Twenty Three with um, Jim Carrey that was really really close to what it was, but instead of pi, which actually makes sense that. mathematically, they used the number twenty three. So I guess people could wrap their heads around it better. Well, numerology is like, believe it or not, a weird real thing. People, people like it's kind of like astrology, like it's total nonsense. But there's people who like totally believe that like num- certain numbers are like ruling the world. <laughs> it's weird. You have to yeah. look it up. I don't know about ruling but, uh, the world, but like the number pi is in a lot of things 
like the Fibonacci sequence, they see that in a lot of things like shells and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I feel like math is can be evolved. Twenty three, I feel like was just an easy. We can get into that later, but uh, we don't need to. Or at, oh yeah, never again at all. <laughs> never again at all. Yeah, let's do that. He also did Limitless, by the way. Just wanted to throw that out there. The Chris Hemsworth documentary on Disney Plus. Oh, oh that's uh, that was right. that. Yeah. that was, that was actually Darren Aronofsky, and you know what? Surprise, surprise, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, but, yeah, but he I've also did Welcome to Earth with Will, Will Smith on Disney+. Listen, Plus. listen, listen. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. No, all right. Everybody screws up once. All right. Uh, it was, no. It's just a travel series is all that was. Yeah. So I, there's nothing wrong with it. No. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. It's the um, one thing Will Smith didn't do for Oscar bait in the last right. 10 years. Yeah. Oh, you got to get your Golden <laughs> Globes, too. He's trying to EGOT. Um, <laughs> let's move on, because I think you and I are both pretty – we, we want to see this. We like Darren Aronofsky. This looks good. We like Brendan Fraser. Um, what else we like with Brendan Fraser is Doom Patrol, and Season 4 is set to come out also on December 9th, and they're saying it's one of the most out there, which is a high Keep bar. Keep going. Yeah, keep going. This I it, like it. It's been a high bar for this, and I'll be, I'll be honest. It has been. I I kind of don't remember. So the so season three was interesting. So season two went through the whole season except for the finale because yeah. COVID, COVID hit, and so season three, episode one, is basically the finale they always attended. <laughs> That's and, right. And yeah. then and then it goes so weird. from season. Then it really kind of starts season three with Vacay Patrol, which was so good when I'm on vacation and that. <laughs> that's right but ak patrol yeah. oh god i forgot about that yeah it was so good um and then it, it, it got a little slow in the middle but then it picked back up mm-hmm. yeah it did it did i'm trying to remember it was the uh was following the the raven society or whatever back in the old yes days that, that that uh where it, it kind of got off the rails a little bit it felt like and then it and then it found its footing again. Yeah, because really Raven good. Society was not very interesting, but it did have it wasn't Madame Rouge, <laughs> the Yaya, yeah, the Yayas, yeah. Oh, but it but introduced us to uh, Madame Rouge, played by Michelle Gomez, who did an amazing mm-hmm. job. And I think they didn't. Def- is she the main? What happened to her at the end? I don't remember. It's been so long. I know it's been a very long. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the finale. Either. So the last, yeah, but it's only been a, a year. Like the finale came out. November 11th of last year. Yeah, this was a quick turnaround for them. Uh, I think that might be one of HBO's directives is like, maybe that's going to be the thing is once a year. I don't know. Uh, or maybe it just doesn't take as much <laughs> effort as Westworld or whatever. I don't know what it is. But uh, everything they've been doing has been coming back exactly one year. That that used to be the DC stuff. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, because there's too much time in between, and and COVID was a big part of that, especially with Doom Patrol. Oh, of course. I, I do want to throw out too. I don't know if you remember, there was kind of a backdoor pilot in Doom Patrol, uh, season three. Yeah, I think that was called like the Dead Boy Detectives or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And they and they go into that like almost dream world or something. And there was the woman with the red hair that was just like uh, I think her name was like the night nurse or something. She was uh, Irish and bad guy. Anyway, uh, that series is finally moving forward. So it's a spinoff done by Berlanti as well, who did Doom Patrol, and Everything it's going to be in CW. the. It's going to well, it's going to be the Doom Patrol adjacent. 
okay. uh, is what the spinoff is going to be. So I, I don't need it. I never wanted it, but I could say the exact same thing about Doom Patrol. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I needed that either, but it was yeah. pretty great. Especially when they gave yeah. us a peek into it with, I think it was Titans. They gave us a peek at Doom Patrol. They did. And it was not, I was like, did. oh, I don't know about this. Because they didn't have it all the way fleshed out. Well, it wasn't even cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have totally different actors. Yeah. Playing, which was really weird, except for uh, someone else. Crazy and Jane, then... I think, was the same. Oh, and that... Yeah, and... Go I'm ahead. sorry, I'm just going to mention, they never, they never have mentioned since. Never. That Beast Boy was originally part of the Doom Patrol. That's they right. They even show flashbacks. Yeah. And in the flashbacks, there's never a Beast Boy. I'm which okay cracks with that. me up. I'm because okay he, well, he that's the one thing where in the comics it was he was a big part of it. So. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Um one of the kids, the one that was one of the one of the boys that played Edwin Pay, Ty Tennant, is uh he is in House of the Dragon now. He's one of the sons, the blonde hair sons. The one that's drunk all the time. The one that's uh, supposed to be now king. Just, just a nothing, nothing you need to remember. Boy, but detectives, you mean? Yeah, yeah. One of the he was oh, one of the okay. ghost boys. So nothing okay. you really need to remember. Nothing big, but just, uh, just, uh, just, just for you to know. Just something for you to take with you. Uh, let's move on. So I think we talked about this last week, but I don't. I think it was it was in the trailer section, but it looks like it's actually coming out Friday. Uh, it says in theaters December second, streaming December 9th. So I guess it's, we might have already talked about it. We'll just kind of briefly go over it. But it's Will Smith's attempt to finally get it, which oh, I guess to get more Oscars, or to get invited back to the Oscars. And it's Apple TV's Emancipation. So it's a runaway slave forages through the swamps of Louisiana on a torturous journey to escape plantation owners that nearly killed him. It's directed by Antoine Fuqua. Like, I like all these things. I'm just so kind of done with Will Smith. I like Antoine. You don't like Antoine Fuqua? I like Antoine Fuqua. That's it. Although That's he the is part of those things that I like. Super kind of hit and miss too, to be honest. He, he oh, he absolutely can be. Yeah. I just I I don't I don't discount something because he's in it. Is I guess where I should have gone. Yeah, I, I'm for it. But Will Smith, I'm just over. Yeah. as a person, as an actor, yeah. mainly because of his acting choices than his acting ability. Um, but uh, outside of King Richard, that's the only thing in like the last ten years he's done that I did enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I mean the the slavery thing. Like, I've, there has to be one slavery movie in every best picture category. Yeah. <laughs> and I like I get it. Like I've learned from it. It's depressing as all hell. And uh, I, I, I've seen it done really well several times. I don't need it again. Yeah. I, you know, I don't need another Hitler movie again. I don't need another. Like, there's just certain things that have been just done to death where I'm like, I got it. <laughs> I got it. It was awful. It's depressing. Unless there's some like totally new story or or or, or take on what happened, like I, I don't need it again. Yeah. I, just, I don't weird. know. I feel like I, I, can, I, I feel like I can always kind of do a World War Two kind of like that SAS Rogue Heroes thing is kind of World War Two works because there's a million different battles and storylines that you never knew about that came came about that they find a really good way of telling like yeah. the, uh like that that new one what was the new one that came out operation oh mincemeat mincemeat yeah. yes operation mincemeat uh 1979 was great because it was a one-take movie one shot 1979 movie. 1917 and that would have been world war one buddy 
<laughs> it wasn't trying to get to you Woodstock. you got none okay. of that correct <laughs> it wasn't trying to get to woodstock uh, okay uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that one that one uh yeah i mean that all that all that was an interesting directorial decision so yeah there's there's certain things to it and there was so much going on with so many different countries involved you know and so many uh countries period that the the action was taking place in there's enough story there to kind of mine forever but um and the slavery thing there there probably is a lot of interesting stories that we don't know yeah, about still. i feel like there's I a lot you like could do with that because it's they're, like they're but they're not they're they're showing like it's the same basically everything. the same story every yeah. time like like you know uh they they get they get pulled in white man beats the snot out of them treats them horribly they have to escape white white person pretends to be their friend and it turns out to be bad after all and then they yeah. have to escape that and then they get a friend helps them get away or, or or not get away they get sent back and die and it, it, it's just always depressing and i just it's like give me give me a very different story and i'll, and I'll come yeah but show me the story in the trailer yeah like don't just say oh here's academy award-winning bait of a great actor play who's black playing slave yeah okay but but why yeah <laughs> um all right, I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you two uh, reviews, two review scores from Rotten Tomatoes. You tell me which is which. All right, so I've got <laughs> fifty and a hundred. So fifty is critics, and a hundred is the three people that haven't really seen it but already voted on it. Yes, fewer than fifty verified <laughs> ratings on that one. Fifty-six for the yep. critics. Yeah, because um, the movie's not out yet. So how have people seen it? Well, it says it came out in theaters. December second. No, I I can't imagine. Yeah, there are one, two, three, really? four, okay. five people. They're all verified, but there's five people that saw it. Five, so five people reviewed a movie that came out six days ago. Yeah, um, that doesn't sound right. One guy. I mean, that's probably all the people that went and saw this in the theaters. I mean, there are people who will probably stream it, but yeah, one of the reviews is brutal, but must be seen. The thing, yeah, I, I just, I think is, I'm just tired of Will Smith. It could be one of the greatest movies. I just, I'm tired of Will Smith. I just, does it need to be seen? Like, is there anyone who doesn't know that it was horrible and that it was insanely racist and 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 a horrible way to treat another group of people? Like, I don't think that needs to be seen. If you want to show me racism is bad, totally agree. But show it to me in a modern context where where you know, do a I mean, better job of that. I don't even have a problem with. I mean, I, I'm fine seeing stuff in Civil War with slavery as a backdrop and all that, but I want to see, yeah, just see it in a different, in a different way. Maybe this does that, but I don't know. It sounds like it's just a brutal depiction of slavery. To like, I mean, I mean, just just that that comment alone makes it sounds like it's just going to show how just absolutely terrible people were doing. But I don't. We'll see. Yeah. I, I guess it's just. That's that's nothing new. That's nothing we don't already know and haven't seen under time. So. Yeah. Oh, just, oh, he, oh, he fights thing. a crocodile. Okay, I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the trailer's playing on in the background. And I've seen it once. I don't remember seeing that part. But, yeah, apparently he fights a crocodile. All right. So if you told me slaves kill crocodiles, I'm in. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean, that's new. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I I'm not trying. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> let's. I don't. I don't so yeah, anyway, move on. so the next one is um, I don't know that I'll see this, but I like 
I like all the people involved in it. So it's um, Robert Zemeckis is doing Pinocchio. We saw that Guillermo del Toro brought us one earlier. I didn't see that because I really didn't. Uh, I was fine not seeing it. Um, it's the story of Pinocchio, directed by Robert Zemeckis. I like Robert Zemeckis. Um, it's voiced. The Jiminy Cricket will be JGL, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I like that. Tom Hanks will be Geppetto. Okay. Uh, Benjamin Evan Ainsworth will be Pinocchio. I don't know him. Um, it's got Cynthia Erivo, who we both are big fans of. Um, She's the, the fairy. Yeah, yeah, she plays the blue fairy. Uh, Sheila Atim, which I didn't really know a bunch about her. She's been in a little things, but she was in The Woman King, and she was really good. If you get a chance, that's kind of that's a cool movie. I, I would say check that out. Um, yeah, I do want to see that, actually. I, pl- I already have it, like logged on my queue here to watch the next <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it um lorraine bracco keegan michael key um luke evans yeah uh i mean it's yeah it's got a lot of things that i like i just maybe i'll watch it when i'm home for christmas with the kiddos but that's yep but i mean the kiddos are now one's a teenager and uh the other one's like all about baseball so if we don't miss this I, you know if we don't watch this I, it won't hurt my feelings Fair enough. All right. Uh, so the next one, I'm gonna have to rely on you a little bit because you saw the first one, uh, and I think you said it was meh, but it's called "It's a Wonderful Binge." Uh, it comes out December 9th. So there was the original, which was the binge with uh, Vince Vaughn, and I think it had Skylar Gisondo, who we are both big fans of. Uh, this is apparently this year the binge happens miraculously on Christmas, unleashing a new holiday adventure featuring. Featuring magical storybooks, catchy songs, and more. Uh, which sounds bad, but uh, let me do the cast. Let <laughs> it me, does. I, I, oh, I know. Oh, I, I never would have stopped on this, but here's the cast. Caitlin Olsen, Danny Trejo, uh, Patty Guggenheim, who you might remember as uh, Madison with an I and two N's. But, uh, or two N's and a Y, but not where you think. <laughs> yes, I who, I who I love, like, just from that. Um uh, Eduardo Franco, who uh, you've seen him and stuff, got long hair. Paul Shear, who we love. Nick Swartzen. Tony Cavallero, who you and I are both big fans of. Tim Meadows, who I can't get enough of. Um, and let's see, is that... That's about all the big names I can think of. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't know that I'll see it. But I like all the people that are in it. I too. <laughs> Damn it! I wish you hadn't told me about this. Now I'm worried I'm going to see it. I I know, but I'm not. I, the thing is, I'm going to go into it not having seen the binge. Oh, oh, it's got the same long-haired kid. So I guess Skylar Gisondo is the only one of the three kids who doesn't come back for this one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's weird that he didn't come back. Okay. Well, I mean, he's got other things. He he's got other things. He doesn't really need this. But it's got so many. Oh my God, I love Caitlin Olsen. I love Paul Shear. I love Madison with a, two N's and a Y, but not where you think. Tim Meadows, Tony Cavallero. It's it's all good things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Sure. It feels a little bit like like Hulu was like dumping their backpack out on the table going, there's, <laughs> there, there's some IP we've got here that we can make a sequel on. Look, look down in the corners there. <laughs> What's that? That's the binge. Nobody watched it. Well, we'll make a sequel. Yeah. But no one watched the first one. Ah, we'll call it something a little different. Yeah. 
we'll, we'll right. make it Christmassy. Yeah. We'll make it Christmassy. Yeah, yeah. We'll make it a Christmas special. But they've never seen the original. Shut um, up. <laughs> Andy, when I'm going through, so like on IMDb, you can go through the calendar to see all the things that are coming out in that, during that month. There is so many bad Christmas stuff things coming out like so yeah. many bad like netflix has a thing about it where they love putting out bad christmas movies there's a Lindsay oh, lohan yeah. one this year um lauren and her friends like to get together every year and they wear christmas pajamas drink you know cider or whatever and watch bad christmas movies we're doing it this year as a group but i was like okay you get one and i get one so hers is the Lindsay lohan one mine's violent night and then we're gonna wrap it up with like a uh, a classic like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or something. But, oh, man, I had to watch... I've, I have had to watch this Vanessa Hudgens one that was apparently a sequel. I never saw the original, but I quickly understood what was happening. And it was so <laughs> bad. Vanessa what Hudgens played three different people. A, an American, oh. a Brit, Ooh. and then a Brit with a really bad Cockney accent. It was Andy. And the backdrops were, I think, construction paper and some green screen. It was so painful i told him i'm never doing that again if we're doing those if you want to start off with like a good one that's cool and then i'll go to my room and i'll put on my headphones and i'll play playstation and you let me know when the food's ready it's over but yeah yeah. that's is that oh i feel like i saw my wife or my daughter watching one of those is that one of the ones where they they just look alike and they switch places yeah there's an american one and then one of them's a princess of some like country that doesn't exist and uh and they Stop switch, it. but Stop turns out it. there's a third that looks just like them. That well, of course, is, that all happens. But has a terrible British accent and kind of seems like a Power Rangers villain because <laughs> she's got like henchmen. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, but apparently uh, we will be watching. It came out on November 10th. We'll be watching Falling for Christmas. It's all those. It's all like, oh, Falling. I, didn't, I didn't think I really loved you or I hated you. Now I love you. And it's Lindsay Lohan. Uh, in the le- in the days leading up to Christmas, a young and newly engaged heiress. Exp- there are always an heiresses and duchesses in these things. Experiences so a many skiing duchesses. accident. After being diagnosed with amnesia, she finds herself in the care of the hands. So it's Overboard. So they basically stole the, the premise from the movie Overboard with uh, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, which is actually a classic. And they replaced it with Lindsay Lohan and Chord Overstreet. His name is Chord, C-H-O-R-D, <laughs> Overstreet. <laughs> Uh, oh it's awful uh yeah i you know by the way they also remade overboard oh <laughs> like, yeah but they did but, remake overboard but they called it overboard <laughs> and they did it with um someone i like yeah. oh what's her name little blonde girl oh really oh, yeah anna that ferris one? i think it was anna ferris okay <laughs> they use that the hispanic dude uh that they keep trying to force into american culture uh and it's just not working I thought it was. I thought it was. Her. Yeah, overboard. Uh, wasn't it? Wasn't it the guy that was like Eugenio Durbinez? Yeah. What else is he? Yeah. Been? Not gonna see it. That's all I know. Not gonna. Not gonna. Not gonna see it. Oh yeah. Oh no. This guy's in. I don't know what you're saying. They tried to force him. This guy's been in not a lot of stuff. Uh, but yeah. So we'll be watching that at some point. I, I'm hoping I'm just drunk by then. <laughs> that's the only way I can enjoy it. So, yeah, so that's happening. Um, and then last, okay, I do not like, I'm not into the reality shows. I'm not into, like, the cooking shows. None of that does anything for me. 
But this one, ah, it's on Peacock. It's called Baking It. Bake it till you make it. Uh, eight teams of two talented home bakers will compete and create outstanding savory and sweet creations for theme challenges in order to win cash prizes. It just sounds terrible, um, but it's got three of the magic. You know, I told you there's the three magic stones from Temple of Doom. When you put it together, it's awesome. Well, this has got two of them: Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler together. I don't know why you don't just. <laughs> why do you not? Just add the third stone and bring in Tina Fey. I don't understand. You've already got so much. But it also has yeah. Andy Samberg, Fred Armisen, Kristen Bell, J.B. Smoove, and Nicole Richie, who apparently people like now. I don't, I don't know. Who? Nicole Richie. Like Lionel Richie's daughter? Yeah. Her and no, Paris Hilton were like best friends back in like oh, the yeah. early 2000s. And they had this show. Scripted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we... Me and a buddy watched it. Me and Mike watched it when we lived together in college. So it must have been in the 90s. And it was so, so bad. Uh, oh, no, it would have been early 2000s. And it was, it, yeah, they both were like terrible people. But apparently he, she got her act together. But I guess it's supposed to be like, so Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman have a show called Making It. So I'm guessing it's supposed to be like that, where Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman yeah. host a crafting series where incredibly talented people come together for a friendly competition. So... I mean, I thought I would watch that, and I didn't. So maybe I won't see this. All this seems like a. I don't know. Maybe I'll see this. I mean, I like both of. I like, Baby Puller and Nick Offerman. I like all the people in this. Oh. What's this called? No. What's it called? This one's called Baking It, uh, but she, Amy Puller and Nick Offerman's show is called Making It, where they do crafts. But this one's baking it. But it looks like from the trailer, it's like a bunch of like, the the cooks are all like, grandmas or mimas, however you want to. Put it out there um but they're they're competing for 50 grand and they are like i guess there's some younger ones too or maybe the mimas or i don't know i didn't I, I don't remember the but god i kind of want to watch it it comes out december 2nd so it's already out um god yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think i'm gonna give it I, i'm gonna watch at least one episode because it's there's too many good things in it to not watch it Okay. I hate the baking I, shows. I don't really like reality. I only like rea the reality shows where there's like a a talent involved. Like I don't know if you ever saw Forged Through Fire, where they it's basically blacksmiths and they have to make like bladed weapons and things like that. Have you ever seen that show? I have. I, yeah, it was good. It's a yeah, that's addicting. Or Face Off is one of my favorites. The where they do the special effects makeup. It's not on anymore, but it made it like fourteen seasons or something. Oh wow! Well, it sounds like. This will be an actual baking competition. Yeah. Uh, I, Rudolph, and Andy Sandberg are the hosts, and other people will be get, like guest judges, it yeah. looks like. Yeah, it looks like Amy Poehler's only in it for one episode, as is Armisen. But yeah, all the rest of them are just in it for one. But yeah, they'll, they'll be a guest judge each time that helps with with real judges. But I like Andy Sandberg and Meyer Rudolph. All right. We'll uh, see. I it has know. Neil King as a writer. As They've who? writers do you remember neil casey that name sounds real familiar yeah you'll recognize him if you see him he's in league of their own oh he's yeah a... yeah yeah i like that guy yeah he's the avenue five he has a role that's pretty hilarious uh and silicon valley things like that but, he was yeah. on this show called i think it was called other space or outer space when yahoo yeah. decided they were going to start streaming it was on there and it actually had a really good cast and it was pretty it actually ended up being pretty funny uh but it was on yahoo and 
the whole thing about Yahoo is let's spend a bunch of money to, to lose a bunch of money. And so they did that. Other Space, yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah, I like Neil Casey. It had him, uh, uh, Eugene Cordero, who we both love, Pillboy. Um, who else? Karen Sony, who were, you You like it? He's, uh, he's the cab driver in the Deadpool movies. Yeah, love him. him. Milana Weintraub, who is really good but doesn't get the recognition because she's the AT&T girl. Uh, oh, also Sarah Baker, who is the, the deputy in Resident Alien. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And this this came out a while ago. It came out in 2015. But it was good. It only made it eight episodes. But it's still, it's still worth watching. Um, but yeah. All right. Really went off on a tangent there, but I regret yeah. nothing. Uh, that is everything we have for coming attractions. Thank you for sticking through through some of the... Uh, that kind of just man, we really went off the rails on that one, but some good stuff. I'm sorry, I was spiking my eggnog while you were doing that discussion. <laughs> if we can start <laughs> drinking, I'm in. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that's fine. We will try to get to news and trailers this week. If not, we have our Christmas special coming next week with our uh, uh, our top five and our uh, Christmas movies, our holiday movies, and the five that we hate the most. So we will have that hopefully next week. Well, certainly next week, but uh, I don't. I'm not sure what day. Until next time, catchphrase. Woody retort.